listening discretion is advised. There will be swearing, um, inappropriate adult humor, and probably some graphic um, medical procedures. Listen at your own risk. Hi. Hello. Welcome back. We are changing the chances. I did it backwards again to throw you off. <laughs> you sure about that? Yeah. Gosh, we need a camera in here. Oh, my just goodness. Just look on your face. <laughs> it just happened. Like, in the middle of saying it, you could tell you caught yourself. <laughs> here we are. I'm Alicia. I'm Jesse. And we are. Changing the chances. In case you didn't catch it the first time around when I slurred all my words and screwed it's it up. It's okay. She's only two beers in. Oh, my gosh. It wasn't anything to do with that. I just get excited and I forget to introduce us first. I just want to introduce who we are. Makes me excited. Well, I feel... I feel like our awesome, amazing fan base knows who we are. I mean, the people who are avid listeners, which I thank you very much for. I appreciate our avid listeners. We love you. I love all the new listeners also. Just yes. in case you're new. Yes. Hello. New welcome. Listeners. Love it. Yep. Amazing. Hope we don't scare you off. <laughs> we are a little We have. There is no pond. Sometimes? I'm like, there is no pond. We have no ducks. There is no row. <laughs> I like to think that I have ducks. We we have that goofy little dog that run used to run out in the Nintendo game and grab the duck and pick it up and be like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, duck hunt, duck hunt. Yeah. Oh, he goes and hunts down the. Yeah, ducks. he goes and gets your ducks. And when you'd miss, he'd laugh at you. Yeah, he did. That feels accurate. That <laughs> <laughs> feels so accurate right now. Uh, anyways, we thought we would cover hospital stays and uh, what we've learned in our journeys oh my gosh are are many many journeys to the hospital and uh are many stays at the hospital i am fully aware that um we have not had as many as some people i will throw that out yeah no my Um, my heart goes out to a lot of families because there's families that practically live at children's hospitals and it just breaks my heart I mean, but we do anticipate a hospital stay pretty much every year because we've had one every year since Piper's been born. So every year since, yep, yep, every year. Yeah. I mean, she's had birthdays in the hospitals. She's had Christmases. She's had Valentine's Days. She's had Fourth of Julys. Man, she she she's had quite a few holidays. Yeah. Stays up at the hospital, like no joke. Isn't that crazy? Yep, and. It sucks. And unfortunately, there's a lot of children and not just children, people in general that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that have to deal with that. For and sure. It's, it sucks being stuck in the hospital and away from your family. That's the Dealing worst. with something that is obviously horrendous. I had a- You know, um, like you're, you're dealing with something that's putting you in the hospital and taking you away from your family. This is completely off the subject of anything, but you were just mentioning people in general and families and all that stuff and short little- side street left field left field i did have a cousin who was in the hospital in 2020 she was getting a kidney transplant and that Love was you. that was like the saddest just because well, it was she it really was like, couldn't even have no no visitors, it was in right? the midst of 2020 like yeah. no but yeah so she's all alone this kidney transplant did not go well it was a whole was situation she's by herself yeah the nurse is like, you look so sad every day. It's like, gee, I wonder why. Because I can't do anything and I have to rely on complete strangers and I can't see my family. 
It was horrendous. It did. It sucked. <sighs> so I feel for anybody who has anybody in the hospital at any level because it's awful. And, you know. Even when just... Piper had stays during the midst of COVID and it was like, well, it's a 24-hour oh, yeah. turnaround. Well, if you come in. Before that, before the 24-hour turnaround. Oh, I couldn't even go. It you was, couldn't go. That was it. It and was like, I was confined to my room until all of our COVID tests came back negative. It couldn't even leave to get food. Like nothing. I yeah. yeah it just oh man. That really sucked. It was had, hard. Yeah. She was had a couple a couple stays where it was so like so hard. I I thought it sucked on my end. I can only imagine you being up at the hospital because I mean I oh, yeah. I was home and I had to go to work and then come home to an empty house and you know all that. But you were stuck up at the hospital with P. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean it was not a, it was an experience that I do not wish. Not anything we would we would wish on anyone. No. Like, it, <laughs> no. Terrible. You want to mentally terrible. crack somebody? Right. Do that. Yes. <laughs> it is definitely right up there. But yeah, anyways, we're just going to talk about hospital stays, how we've changed, grown, learned things that maybe we think may or may not be helpful for somebody who has to stay in the hospital with some a loved one uh, of any kind, really. I don't know that it really or, or even you know or someone not. that has uh, a new child that they're maybe just bringing home that possibly has some complications that might be starting a journey similar to ours that we didn't mm. we didn't have any idea. I mean, there was many a times where it was like, oh, do any of us really know? Do oh, any of she, us really she's know? not breathing, and we're in our PJs. Like, get in the car, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know, <laughs> you learn but, quickly. I mean, you learn quickly. It's a very rare occasion that we go to the hospital, that Piper goes to the hospital on a planned visit. Yeah. Like um, most of, her, I think, her therapies and like her checkups. No, for no, like no. I'm talking like hospital stays. And I think planned, I can Probably pick one. one hand. One. No, I can, I can only think of one currently that was actually like. We went to the hospital because this was happening and we had to stay for so much time. And that was her G2 placement. That was planned out. We knew when it was going to happen. We knew we had to stay. Uh, I think her second orbital cellulitis surgery that we took her back into because the first one didn't get rid of it. Like, yeah, but we were already in the hospital. No, we I, were guess, already I, I guess that's true. We were already there in the midst of it. So. Yeah. And that also wasn't planned because it was also last minute. And they did it yeah. after their very last surgery of the day. They just fit her in. So, yeah, that still wasn't like no, planned. Yeah, I you're right. Yeah, I can't think of any. That's it. Only G2 was the only planned one I can think of. Which I'm not I'm not mad. I don't want to like plan a bunch of surgeries for her. But it's also yeah, not great like, when you have lots her, of unexpected hospital visits. Planned. Like they pretty much just came and told us like, okay, well, we can either do this now or she can just go blind. Well, yeah, but again, she was also already she was inpatient. Already in the, yeah, she yeah, was already because she was inpatient. in the NICU. So, yeah, I mean, it's just crazy to think about. In eight years, we've had lots of hospital stays, and one of them <laughs> has been accounted for a plan. Like, hey, that's not. You, know, you got to go and do this. It's not exciting. It's not exciting. So, you know, we've tried several things to try and plan for that. I did like pack an overnight bag and keep it by the door, but we never grabbed it because. We never when your child's listen. not breathing and you just don't you're think just trying, nope, you're not thinking about anything except getting to the hospital, yes. getting her to breathe, getting Which oxygen into them. People are thinking like, well, you should just keep it in your car. You're, you are correct, but we never know which car we're going to take. So now we have, I won't say we have two of them. 
I did pack one specifically I keep in the car, which is not our main mode of transportation for her. And then I have stuff already in my van, which is our main mode of transportation, just because it is our main mode of transportation for her. And I know yeah. that I'm always going to forget something and run out of something. Yeah, so I van, just huh? keep stuff you in there know. constantly. Change clothes for me, change clothes for her, all just everything. Because, you know, life. <laughs> because of life. So now we, I do have a bag also at home that has like, like toiletries in it and like, what is it? Um, like crossword puzzles and yeah, stuff Yeah, just in. stuff to keep you entertained. Keep you've got like so a, you a little have, medicine bag that, you know, you have Excedrin. Yeah. So if you, know, you have time to come home and, and like pack me a bag, you can just throw that stuff in a bag and pack clothes for me. Well, I, I always make time to do that for you. I, I know. So also, you know, why do we have an overnight bag? You always just pack me something anyway. So, you know. Well, and if you've, you know, very rarely have I not been here to help with that situation, which. Well, I think you've always, I mean. Like it, when she's had like a big seizure and. Yeah. Like, I I've, mean. I've been home. I think I took her to the hospital this year, actually. In January, sure. I think I ended up taking her. You're at work. And I was going to take her to see the pediatrician and she just oh, I remember now. tanked because yep. she's yep. Piper and that's you what she gonna, does. You were going to take her to the pediatrician and you're like, nope, I changed my mind. I, uh-huh. I just brought her up to primary. Yeah. And we ended up staying the night and you weren't there for that. And I called you, but I told you, I was like, it's totally fine. I got it handled. Like, yeah. we'll just. I was ready to bolt. <laughs> he, he really was. He was like, okay, I'm on my way. And I'm like, it's fine. I'm already in the car. We're already on our way. Like, I have it under control. Like, she's, it wasn't. I don't consider it life or death, but definitely things weren't good. Yeah, things were not looking well. <laughs> they definitely rush her back because it's not optimal. But yeah, it's it's just, you know, it's part of our life. You just learn to live with it, which I don't know is good or bad or if it's just well, what it is. <laughs> we've adapted, you know, her room. We have a camera monitor system still like a baby camera monitor system still to keep an eye on her yeah which we actually use in other parts of the house too yep. just we do she doesn't have to have eyes on her 24 7 but she, if she she can make some odd noises sometimes that almost sound like she might be choking on vomit and it's just her maybe, which is very real for her it is very she, real for she her. starts making a new sound and yeah. all of a sudden it's like a kid that just figured out how to whistle she just keeps doing it I know. so all of a sudden it's like what's this new weird sound is she gagging is she choking yeah but i mean we are lucky she doesn't need eyes on her 24 7 but you know if she's obviously maybe not feeling well or if i know i'm going to be out of the room for longer than three minutes i always try and take a camera with me just because you just never yeah, know with you, her. You never know. Like you if just, you're, yeah. she does have seizures, and you just never know when. You just don't know. You just well, don't know. you know, we've we've also spoken. She has monitors. She has a monitor now too, an oxygen monitor, uh, and a heart pulse monitor, ox, yeah, a pulse ox, which so she wears at night. She wears yeah. at night, so that you yeah. know, if for whatever reason she dips down, and it helps us stay on top of that because, yeah, you know, her activity generates at. The wee hours of the morning or super oh, seizure late. activity yeah. is generally, um, yeah, late super at night. Super late or wee hours of the morning. Yeah, or very early in the morning. That tends to be her trigger. So that's that's a nice thing to have. Which is I like mean, good and bad. It's like, 
it's like nice to know that that's when it's gonna like when it's terrible but it's also terrible because it's like the middle of the night i don't (laughs) well no because it's it at least lets us have a better idea you know like i'll be here you'll be here yeah you know it's not like i'm gonna be at work it's not a norm for her to have one that big in the middle of the day yeah well that's what i'm saying like it's nice because we know like when the time frame usually yeah what what her like Um, but it is trigger is terrible that it's like in the middle of the night like really it it has to be in the middle of the night dead sleep to a child not (laughs) breathing and it's it's terrible nobody uh, wants that yeah so if we do end up in the hospital we do have a, a system now. Jesse usually is the call maker. I think we've mentioned that before. Yeah. Yeah. I usually start making the rounds after she has been at least Once stabilized. Yes. At least stabilized. And then I start focusing on, because if I've already, like, I already know as soon as everything goes sideways. Mm-hmm that we are going up to the children's hospital. Like right now we're just going across the street so that we can get her emergency help. Well, yeah. If it's an emergency, we drive yeah. across the street because we will do that way faster than an ambulance will get to us. Yeah, seriously. And then, you know, once she gets stabilized and everything, they start talking about doing the transfer up to the children's hospital. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, okay, well, you do the transfer with her. Mm-hmm. I come home. I yeah. start packing up and loading up and everything and meet you guys up at the hospital. Yeah. It's very accurate. And usually just before I head out is when I start making the rounds. Mm. Usually my mom, your mom, cat, sometimes cat. She doesn't always make the list. No, but. It has nothing to do with her. No, and it it doesn't like it. Uh, But she doesn't always make the list. My thing is, is the two main, you know, my mom and your mom. Yeah. It'll spread pretty quick. Well, and your you know, mom's sometimes, usually really you know, good about letting like your brothers know. And yeah, I, that is also true. I'll get a random message from my brother or something. How's Piper? Yep. And I'm like, oh well, <laughs> you must have talked to dad. Mom, mom must have told dad. Dad, dad some, told you. Yeah. It's a whole chain reaction situation. So same with the cousins. Like it usually yeah. makes it through the grapevine, and everybody kind of finds not out. The usual, not so much anymore. Yeah, it hasn't. It hasn't um, been that crazy in some years. Yeah, but it used yeah it used to travel further, but now it's just pretty close family. More yeah, which is more fine. intermediate, but yeah, you know, we just handle our shit and move on because such is our such life. Such is life. Such is our life. I tend to. I'm definitely the one that talks to doctors. Not that Jesse doesn't. They don't like me. Well, and the bottom line is he. Jesse tends to get overwhelmed faster in a way that effective communication between him and doctors becomes hard. Well, because I'm very straightforward and they still want to talk in all these fucking MD terms. And I'm like, dude, I didn't go to like, this is what's going on. Don't talk to me like I'm, you know, slow, but don't talk to me like I've got a PhD, dude. Like I'm not understanding that shit. And then they get, yeah, because I, I, I come off. Very rough around the edges. <laughs> well, especially when you're frustrated. Well, no, when it comes to Piper, it's I get Which flustered very quickly. You when do. It, when it comes to Piper, I do. I get. Which makes sense. It's not like this isn't a situation where you're like, I expect you to be totally calm. That's not how it is. But given somebody who cries and can't talk, I do attend. I do do a better time of 
communicating with doctors. Well, and I've noticed do. too, like a lot of the times they gravitate to asking you anyway. They they generally gravitate to directing the questions to you anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is a, that's just a, and, like a societal thing. I think that's what it is, is because they, you they know. They assume I'm with her all the time. You're usually walking in with her, holding her. Yeah. You know, because I'm driving and you're sitting in the back seat with her holding her. So mm-hmm. they're, they usually just direct most of the questions to you now anyway. Yeah. And I, again, that's just a societal And it's only thing. been a few times where I've had some disagreements. With <laughs> I'm not saying that you have, I'm just saying. Oh no, I it's think, happened. I know. Well, it's happened. Yes. <laughs> I've, yes. Uh, I, I've had some security guards and some social workers called. <laughs> I, I think we've talked about this and which is funny. I, it's not funny, but it's funny to me as his wife, because I live with him and I know him so well when they get called in and they think that he is like being aggressive or uh, I don't I'm know. Being like threatening or I, something. Whatever the case may be. <laughs> And he tells me later, because I have no idea what's happening, because I'm with Piper and with 5 million doctors at the moment. And I just laugh to myself because I'm like, you know, on a scale of 1 to 10 and 10 being like outrageously crazy for a scale for Jesse. Like call the SWAT team. uh, Like on a scale for Jesse, literally, I'm like, I think you were maybe a three. And and it's like a maybe for me. Like, I just feel like it was so normal for you that you might have tipped to a three i don't know it's just so to me i laugh on the inside because i'm like i feel like that last time with when that guy at the er station was just he kind of just he'd uh, i i love nurses i love anybody who works he just felt lost like he didn't know what he was doing yes it did it looked like he was not trained for that situation in my opinion that's what it looked like and that's what i told the the, the lady happens we got down i'm like you know what i didn't mean to start getting irate but my daughter's turning blue because she's not breathing and this guy's just standing there. The yeah. one that like, you I know, think like, he just was, con- I, yeah, I, I he just he, felt unprepared yeah, for that. He didn't, so he yeah. didn't seem like he was prepared for it. And yeah, it was all, it was, but it was a yeah, moment. I did. I started but getting loud, e- but even that, like I said, maybe, maybe a three, it was nothing. So it was just for me, it's funny. Cause I know you, I think what it was too, is I have a deeper voice. So then when I start getting irritated, well, and, and you swear like, and then your yeah. arms get all big and yeah, it's a whole situation. I do what gorillas do. I make myself look big. Yeah, Duh. I, I'm aware. I know exactly. Our friends down in Australia, they could tell you if I was a kangaroo, I would go and sit in some water and try and convince you to come out into oh the my water God. so kangaroos I could drown are mean. you. Oh yeah. They are so they will mean. They jack you up, boy. It's like koalas. Koalas are oh, so God. mean. They look so crazy when they get wet. They look like little demons oh my god anyway so yeah let's go back let's go back i always do try to keep cash for food just in case because you just never know it does it it the food at the hospital is great actually um, i the children, don't yeah, hate it. yeah it's actually really good I've had way worse um, food in my life it's not but it does if you're up there for you know three four five days two weeks yeah it starts to get expensive a typical stay for her is I mean, we do a lot of overnighters due to seizures and stuff, but three to five is I was a pretty three, typical three to five. Stay yeah, for her. A, a general Average. work week is you yeah. know seems pretty fair. So I do try to keep some cash, but you know, again, well, and you're like your mom is so awesome. Like she brings you lunch and stuff. Oh uh, no, I have I've brought you stuff up. again. I have a great support system, and of course, everyone wants to feed me. And I think because one. People don't know what to do because how do you help somebody who's sitting in a hospital? Exactly. With their child? 
There's not much you can do. Well, when your mom goes up and hangs out with you. Uh, and, she does. Which is great because I know, like, it's a lot for you. <laughs> it is. And she just wants to be there for you and be there for Piper. And yeah. Well, that's because Piper's adorable and it's her granddaughter. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, people do tend to want to feed me, which, again, one, because they want to do something and they don't know what else to do. And two, I think part of it comes because I think in the beginning, I don't think I ate. I don't think it was conscious. I think it was more like, I don't want to leave the room. Well, yeah. And that's why <laughs> me and you put on so much weight when she was first born, because we weren't eating until like 10 at night and it was shit. <laughs> like complete and total <laughs> shit. Fast food, junk food, soda, like just. I know. Well, uh, and, you know, sometimes you're just looking for the comfort stuff, which is terrible for oh, you. Oh, it is. Because it's like, I don't have it in me to like eat a meal. But I'll sit here and eat this bag of candy. Yeah. A bag of chips, soda, whatever. To yeah. Keep you, like, like it just. To you fake know, like, like you're going to keep yeah, going. Just convincing your brain yeah. that you're putting sustenance into your body. Yeah. Which I have gotten better at. I definitely have. I'm, I'm way better at when it. When I so. pack, if I come home and pack her something, I try to pack her food. Like mm-hmm. if we've got fruit, I pack her fruit. If we have granola bars, I pack granola bars and yeah. stuff like that. Fruit that like oranges, like stuff he can pack. No. Well, yeah, like, you know, apples, yes, oranges. Yes. I had a thought and I lost it. it. went away. Fleeting thought. Fleeting, yes. Damn those thoughts. Oh, but I do think over the years I've also just been better about I don't rely on the crap food. Yes. I'm not saying I don't eat crap food <laughs> because that's not my personality at all oh no anyways the, the, in general I'm like, if so anybody not, that knows you knows um but i have gotten better you know like i i well, tend to like i'm very good at hitting you up and it's like did you eat breakfast have you eaten yet <laughs> did you have lunch uh, so everyone asks have you eaten today <laughs> and again over the years i've gotten much better i do eat i do feed myself now well and it's really good too because so, with your bag the Children's Hospital has a Ronald McDonald house. Yes. That you can go, like, if they have you- They have a kitchen. They have so a kitchen. That's yeah, food They it. have a, a laundry mat. Like, you can wash your mm-hmm. clothes. They even have, like, little rooms that you can, like, Take rent for in. an hour and literally just nap in. Like, yeah. get out of the hospital room and yeah. have your own place to, like, just lay down, clear your mind, sleep. They have showers. Yeah, because um, they're real beds there. None of that like couch crap bed that you sleep on every night. Oh no, they're still hard. <laughs> yeah, but they're like, but they're beds. But they're it's not... a bed. It's not like a little cot yeah. that you're trying to curl up on. And which yeah. I think is something to point out is when you're not used to hospitals, it's always, 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 always ask your nurse for any resources that you can. Yes, one hundred. Is there a place for me to shower? Is there a place for me to wash my clothes? Is there a place to get food other than the cafeteria? Like. Because, like I said, this hospital has all these resources for us. And sometimes people don't tell you those things. You need to ask for yes. them, which sucks. Be vocal. I know. 100% but... <laughs> be vocal. Because just like you would, you know, be your advocate for your child, you also need to be an advocate for each other. You need to make sure you're taking care of yourself, you know, because yeah, it's important. It, it, exactly. Your it's child needs important. you to be mm-hmm. 100% or. The best percent you can be, because I'll be the first one to tell you. I'm, I'm not going to say 100. percent no. Yeah, but I don't focus at 100 percent every day, anyways. So yeah, no, just but no, right. like my optimal. You know, when you've been stuck in a hospital room for a day and a half, yeah. it's nice to be like, hey, 
is there somewhere I can go to just shower yeah. and maybe feel like a human again? Which like, I also think in the beginning was a downfall for me. Because I think in the beginning, I never left Piper's room. No, like, I you did not. Literally you would be there for like 14 hours straight. And I'm like, Because uh, I don't know. Because Piper, even to this day, as most of you know, she is non-verbal and non-ambulatory. She, re- she requires help with everything. So the thought of leaving her, even with somebody who I'm supposed to trust, who is there to take care of her and to, it's, I, it's hard. It is definitely a learned skill through the years. And again, I still don't leave her. Like I, you know, I do, I I leave in the morning and I usually go down, get a cup of coffee, a bagel, and I come back to the room because I don't want to miss rounds. I want to talk to the doctors. It's very important. I do try to get out and take a walk. In the afternoon, because everybody needs to move their body just a little bit, especially when you're cramped into a tiny space all day. And I do go down and have dinner. Sometimes somebody comes up and has dinner with me and we'll sit in the lunchroom and... Yeah, sometimes I'll come up and see you on pipes so that mm-hmm. I can... Now that they've made it more lax with COVID, I'm not... Yeah, yeah. Because there for a while, it was I wasn't allowed. Yeah, and nobody. Then, nobody then when it, yeah. I was allowed. It was a 24-hour turnover. So if I came and saw her, it was... You were there for 24 hours until somebody else could come. Yeah. Yep. And it... Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like, well, I can't do that because I have to go to work. I can't be here. Yeah. Like... Yeah. So it's just Like, I'm not showing up until five anyway. I can't be here until five the next day. Like, that doesn't work for me. I can't. So now being able to come up and see you guys after I get off work and shower and stuff and run up have dinner, mm-hmm. see you guys, spend some time with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll go down to the cafeteria. Your mom will go up and see you, mm-hmm. which is really nice. And you've had you've had a few friends too, Tony, Gabe. Gabe has never come up to the hospital. He has no, sent I'm like, me he has food. Sent you, yeah, I'm like, he sent you food though, didn't he? Oh yeah, he sent yeah. me food before. Yeah, what do you want? I'll send it to you. <laughs> I didn't even tell him. He just sent it to me. Food's on the way, so just be looking for it. I'm like, okay, cool. Cool, thank you. Like, I'm not going to turn away in food. <laughs> yeah. Because I love Kat's it. Cat's brought you, yeah, Cat's brought you food. Yeah, she's and, brought me food. She's, She's yeah. gone and hung out. And, yeah. Yeah. Always, because yeah. she always. She's a good friend. Of course she has. She has been around. I actually do have a specific coffee cup that I just keep in my bag that I can brew my own coffee in my room. So I actually don't even have to leave the room now to brew coffee in the morning. <laughs> I remember that. You were very excited. It is the best thing ever. You just have to ask a nurse for hot water. I just keep like those individual creamers in there. I keep some coffee in there. So if I happen to be stuck in my room, there you go. I have coffee and it's fabulous. It's amazing. (laughs) I don't know who thought about it. It's so great. I love it so much. It makes Whoever thought of that like little contraption of like your cup. Mug, yeah, yeah. whatever being with like the filter yeah. and like yeah no it's amazing and it actually is one of those things like puts a little smile on my face because i get to enjoy something that i want to enjoy which is my cup of coffee in the morning um and i don't actually have to leave her to do it all the time well and every time you use it you get to think of your friend that got that for you it's very true so it's that, winning that knows our situation mm-hmm. knows you enough <laughs> that is like here's this merry christmas There's happy this. birthday <laughs> like th- th- enjoy this i know yeah. that you can you use can it. use this yes and i'm pretty sure i send a picture every time i do use it because it's the most amazing <laughs> thing ever and 
Yeah. I think what's helpful is to learn to ask for things you need. Yes. Be that from nurses, be that from hospital staff, be that from your friends and family who are like, let me know if you need something because nobody knows what to offer. Don't be afraid to ask. The worst thing that can happen is they can say no or they can't help you. Yeah. I Sorry, mean, if I'd you didn't ask, to, it wasn't going to happen anyway. Yeah. So you might as well just ask and see if somebody will do it or help you or whatever the case may be. I have learned that. At this point in time, when people just offer to do things, I'm like, great, sounds wonderful. Love it. I'm not even going to fight you because what is the point? What is the point? No, no. It's... People are like, don't do that. Don't help me. Don't do these. Why? You want to do that? Great. Sounds wonderful. Love it. If you want to yeah. do that, you don't have to do that. But if you want to, wonderful. Thank you. Agreed. Because it's, we are not those type of people to be like, hey, you know, if you need anything, let me know. And then when someone's like, hey, can you guys do this? Oh, yeah, no, we're busy. No, it's like. Well, that's not my personality anyways. No, exactly. I'm usually that's like, not us. okay, if, is there any way I can make this work? Even if maybe it's tight. I'm generally the person who will say yes more than no, because if you're asking me, you probably need it. Yeah. I'm like, and honestly, it's not really going to put us out yeah. of anything. Yeah. I'm sure. That's why I always tell people, if you need something, just ask me. If If it is within our power. Yes, yeah, 100%. I'm here, that's whatever. I also think it's also important if you're somebody who's sitting in a hospital with a loved one, doesn't matter even who, a loved one, it, it is okay to not answer your phone. It is okay not to be constantly updating people. It is okay to take the space you need to deal with the things that you need to deal with. Even though you were there, I I think it people feel like they have to constantly be like updating and be the middleman and do you know what i mean so i've just learned over the years you keep me posted you let me know what you feel is essentially necessary you know like yeah but yeah me and you definitely so, yeah, i like will our our communication is pretty yeah. open but you know again that falls under i usually let people know what's going on because my mom tries not to bother you i know so many just, people just because try not she's to like bother me. she's already under so much stress and you know i just don't want to bother her so what's going on with piper what's going on and 90 percent of the time if people call me i answer no. i mean unless something is happening although I, reception and shit up there is spotty <laughs> it can be it, yes. it can be very spotty but no 90 percent of the time i answer just because you know it's nice to talk to another adult that's not a doctor <laughs> And not my sick child, uh, unless something is terribly wrong, which has happened. I have not answered my phone because things there's are not going called, well. Yeah, there's been times I've called you and you don't answer. And then I'll wait a couple of minutes and I'll call you back and you don't answer. <laughs> and then you call me back. I'm busy. And I'm like, what's going on? And you're like, well, I was busy. I was with the, helping the nurses. This is what's going on. And it's like, I knew it fuck like <laughs> and sometimes it's not serious sometimes it's literally just have my hands full doing something but i think one of the times you're like well piper decided to poop everywhere <laughs> like oh my gosh yes <laughs> you know just and you're like and just you know, stuff it, it just happens and you're like i could not get to my phone i was helping the nurse there was a child with poo everywhere like, <laughs> it's that's just what was going on it's like oh like, okay cool i'd shit. rather literally happens sometimes (laughs) i'd rather it be that than you know like oh hey you know she coded or yeah you know and it has you know unfortunately my my poor sweet sweet mother this last day was trying to call me and things were not going well 
and I didn't answer. And uh, she was with all her friends and she thought that they just didn't do it right and called me back and I didn't answer. And she called me again and I didn't answer. And they literally thought it was an issue on their side because, you know, sometimes tech is tricky and just turns out things were not going well. (laughs) And we were being transferred to the ICU. uh, And I finally called her back and... Again, my poor mother. <laughs> she, I'm sure she was just like, I'm so sorry. Well, yeah, she felt terrible. But That's she's all, your she, she's, <laughs> she, she, I'm so I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I thought that I was screwing up. But, you know, when I just start bawling on the phone with her and she's like with all of her friends and they were like all excited to like see Piper. And that is not the phone call she got. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I was a. So, Piss all over your parade <laughs> phone call. Like, really sorry to do this to you. So, yeah. I don't just have but no, just, just make sure that you guys can be as prepared as you can. You know, unfortunately, it's going to come with the experience, what works I, yeah. best for you. Yeah. And you just you learn. Know, I think it just comes with time. Again, it it's been eight years. So I have found that I do really well, like. Because, again, I never leave Piper. I'm pretty much with her all the time when she's in the hospital. I don't, I can probably count how many times I've left her. <laughs> Not counting NICU, because you can't stay with her in the NICU. But, like, I always, like, fold my bed up and put it away during the day. Otherwise, I will never get out of that little bed. That crappy, <laughs> that crappy couch bed. I will just lay there and do nothing and be a bump on a log all day. Because it's really easy to do when you're in a small space all day. No. You know, so I always try to get up and move my body a little bit, put that away so I'm not tempted to just sleep my days away. I've also found that it's nice to have options that are tech-free because you could spend all day on your phone or watching movies all day. Yes. Very easy. Again, what are your options? A book and stuff Yeah, so I like to read Sudoku, love Sudoku. I like word finds. I don't like crosswords because I'm terrible at them, so I don't do those. (laughs) You know what I used to like? You remember those uh, highlights, the book highlights? Yeah. Yeah. So, to, no, I love those. If I can like, search could, for yeah, things. The, yeah. The, the little search things. Man, like, I loved Find those. five pairs of binoculars or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Find I the would do those. Yeah. Find the scissors. Find the spoon. Yeah. Do I need yeah. to just start grabbing like kids' magazines? <laughs> 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 I don't want to work my brain too hard, but I do want to like do things. Well, they, like, I, gosh. Well, it's a tech thing. I'm like, I know that they've got apps for it. They do. Doing, well, that's but... the thing. They do, but I want to be off my phone because me, yeah. I can, if I stare at a screen too long, TV, computer, phone, oh, yeah. I'll give myself a headache. I'll feel like crap. You're not meant to stare at that shit all day and I don't want to. Yeah. So I also, you know, that's another thing I've learned. I need to take things that I can look at that are not. Jesse did bring Yahtzee up once. And yes, I do play Yahtzee with Piper. Sometimes she loves she, it. She loves hearing the dice. She does. And, she, you know, we help her roll the dice and I help her calculate it and stuff. And she kicks my ass. I don't, seriously, I don't know how that happens. And I do not let kids win. Okay. I'm not one of those people. They're like, you're a child. I'll let you win. I'm like, no, no, we're going to play because you're going to learn. This is how you learn. Right. <laughs> I have done that with my niece with Connect Four. The first time we played, I kicked her ass every time and she thought it was super unfair. And I'm like, well, this is how you learn. I will. Talk you through it. I will tell you you need to watch what's happening. Guess what? She came back three months later and she whooped my butt. And I was shocked. And I'm like, damn it. Now I have to actually try. <laughs> it was the best day ever for her. Maybe not for me. So, yeah. 
make sure you you guys are trying to do what you can to stay prepared for whatever you know you guys need to for your circumstances i think i think that's pretty much all we wanted to cover on this go around was just kind of yeah i think you can talk about i mean there's obviously stuff you can talk about but all sorts of crap but i think it just comes down to asking for what you need whether that yes. be from make hospital sure, staff 100 percent. make sure that you are people in your taking life. advantage of all your resources if you're especially if somebody's room, offering yeah. like hey i would love to help tell me what you need some they're just saying that because they don't know what to offer you ask ask hey, it's not gonna hurt to ask i would really really like a gatorade like or or just something to drink other than water you know a lot of our nurses fluidly will just ask hey is there anything i can get you guys you know like Mm -hmm. the worst thing that can happen is they'll say no no and then what nothing if you didn't ask you wouldn't have got it anyway so they say no but at least you asked and and you know don't be afraid to lean on your friends and family if they are if they are offering Mm -hmm. Nine times out of ten, they generally mean it, and they want to help you. Yeah. Again, they just don't know how. Uh, you agreed. So it if you give them direction, I'm, yep, I'm, I'm sure if you just give a little direction, your village will help out more than you probably would expect. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So, yeah, that's all we had to cover for today. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming back and listening to us ramble on. Hey, Sounds great. We'll uh, talk to you guys next week. Yep. Love you. Bye. Bye.